This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Are you looking to take your phonics practice forward? Then Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised is the programme for you. Created by two schools with an excellent track record in phonics, Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised will help all children become readers and ensure no child is left behind. The programme offers complete support for your phonics teaching, alongside classroom resources and fully decodable readers from Collins Big Cat. To find out more, follow at Letters Sounds on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram or join a free briefing by visiting littlewondelettersandsounds.org.uk Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure the bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. Introducing Autism Aspirational Futures, a virtual SEN conference for parents and carers. Do you work with parents or carers of students with autism? If so, this free virtual conference from Witherslack Group can support them and you. Providing inspiring talks from leading experts, offering practical advice on supporting children and young people with autism and associated needs. This very special event will take place during Autism Acceptance Week and is sure to be an enjoyable occasion for everyone wanting to develop their knowledge, understanding and celebrate their children's amazing superpowers. Don't miss out! Register for free at witherslackgroup.co.uk today. With a Slack Group, the leading provider of schools and children's homes for children with special educational needs. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Okay, so we've got a little technical difficulty with the music today, so we're going to start with my velvet tones without any musical introduction. Hello, anybody who's watching the live stream on the live stream thingamadooga technical term hello to anybody out there who is listening to tt radio on this sunday evening uh hope that if you are still on holidays you are having a fantastic one if you are about to go back that it's not going to be that difficult for you hello my name is tom starkey we're going to be talking a little bit about technology because that's kind of the general theme when it comes to this kind of stuff but we're also going to be talking about skills mad skills crazy skills uh better skills than i have when it comes to trying to get the music to work you know should uh digital skills ladies and gentlemen is the topic for this evening um i put a a little question out via via twitter and it was uh around the lines of you know what are digital skills or in the case of tonight's show um what is one essential digital skill you would like your students to have 
Um, now, this is the reason that I the, the reason that I said specific is because it is sometimes the case when it comes to education technology, there is uh, sometimes the case that it gets a little bit kind of polo neck wearing San Francisco kind of uh uh, techno vagary waffle as it <laughs> that's my um that's my kind of like uh that's that's my deep analysis there it gets a little bit vague it gets a little bit kind of oh okay we're gonna we're gonna we want people to learn digital skills and we're like what's like well, okay so what are the digital skills and they say things like well you know collaboration i was like that's that's not a digital skill that's that's not even a skill. That's just a random word. <laughs> um, like, oh, yeah, the digital skill is collaboration, uh, creativity. I'm like, come on now. We need we we need better than that. We need specifics, guys. So what I did is I asked a question on the Twitter, the Bluebird of chat, uh, because you know that's the way that's that's how I talk to people I don't talk to people face to face this is this is the most physical human contact I've had for goodness how what knows when and I'm just looking at a screen and talking into a microphone <laughs> um so you know so I wanted to think about specifics I wanted to think about okay what are these digital skills that people want students to have because I don't think you know collaboration creativity like it's like it's an advert for hp or something like that it doesn't cut it it doesn't cut it it's all a bit kind of mm, yeah well that's that's really useful uh we can teach that we already teach collaboration and creativity so i want to get to the nitty-gritty i want to move away from the san francisco white office glass office with your sleeping pods and your thought cascades and your blue sky looking thinking doing type thing and i wanted to get to the, the nitty-gritty let's move away from those beautiful google-like offices and let's get into the classroom that has uh you know smells and uh and vague uh unidentified stains on those plastic ceiling tiles you know those polystyrene ones yeah I, I, how many did those do they actually exist, those classrooms anymore? I've been out of the game for too long. Um, <laughs> you can join the conversation uh, or either on uh, Podbean Live, our convo here on our, pod, uh, our podcast software. You can uh, tweet me on Twitter. You can uh, use the TT Radio 2022 uh, title, or if you want to get up close and personal, uh, you can always tweet me on tstarkey12. One, two. So, digital skills, what are we looking for? What are teachers looking for? Um, we've had some fantastic comments. I, it, it does my heart good. Uh, it does my heart good when uh, I tweet out a question for a show and, um, and then people reply. Little do they know, little knowing that I'm going to steal all that information and I'm going to use it to write the show. So, guys, I've, I've basically crowdsourced uh, tonight's podcast. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, if I mention you in tonight's podcast, uh, thank you very much for the input. It is really, really useful because um, I am trying to get the opinions of real teachers. Now, um, apologies because it's late at night and because my voice travels 
like nobody's business at the best of times. Um, won't be able to take any live calls tonight. Uh, I'm trying to arrange, trying to create a contract at home uh, where I can try and be a little bit louder on an evening. Um, but uh, if, <laughs> if, if, um, uh, so unfortunately no live calls tonight because I don't want to wake the kids up. I don't want to, I don't want to annoy the neighbors. Don't want to do all those different types of things. Anyway. Um, so what I'm going to do is I am going to, uh, have a look and see what is occurring on the Twitter and what the answers to those questions were. And I am also going to have a look at some of the other issues surrounding, uh, digital uh, learning. Um, so what we will do is let's, let's go to the crowd. Let's thank you very much, everybody for getting involved. Uh, really, 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 really appreciate it because, you know, I'm, I am one person with a, uh, a singular vision and, uh, not too many smarts. So <laughs> it's really good to have people who are, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more knowledgeable when it comes to these things. Um, so let's have a look at some of the, uh, the some of the skills, digital skills, critical skills that people say uh, or teachers and educators want from the students. This should be good, really, because uh, uh, you know um, there was a mix. Uh, I have a tendency to err on the side of trying to be funny when I'm on social media. So uh, some of the answers. Some of the answers that I got uh, were fairly humorous, but that's always nice. I'm always, that's always fun. But let's have a look and go down the list. So, um, ah, shall I try the Tom's Tech Tips jingle or shall I not bother for tonight? Let's not bother. Let's not bother because it's just going to, it's just going to end up messy. So we're going to fall back on the, uh, fall back on the original Tom's Tech Tips uh, jingle. Uh, which is just me going, Tom Tech Tips, Tom Tech Tips, Tom Tech Tips, Tom Tech Brilliant. Love it. Okay. So today um, I went out, I did a shout out to people on Twitter. I said, guys, what is one essential digital skill you would like your students to have? And uh, strangely enough, creativity and collaboration i don't know why i say that in an american accent uh, that's not i'm not trying to i'm not trying to say that it, it's uh, uh, mostly a us thing when it comes to digital learning um i have in mind kind of like the steve jobs kind of guru type thing when i do that voice but well, I'll stop. I'll stop doing the voice because I, I don't want to i don't want to alienate our, uh, our our wonderful brethren from across the pond so um yeah uh, create creativity collaboration and all uh, and all these other buzzwords if you're gonna really be honest about it um so let's get down to it let's get to the chalk face and see what people were saying um there was a lot there was a lot of feedback about keyboard commands you know when you think about kind of sexy digital skills uh when you think about you know uh uh, when you think about The Matrix, perhaps not the last three movies, but when you think about um, Tom Cruise in uh, Minority Report, or when you think about various other science fiction, when people are plugging away and kind of like working on keyboards and using their mind to control things and hacking and hacking stuff. The humble keyboard command 
is not really mentioned. You know, there's never that scene with the hacker is, you know, trying to bust into the Pentagon. Uh, bust, yeah, bust into the computer, the computers of the Pentagon. And nobody ever taps him on the shoulder and says, why, why, why are you using your mouse to copy and paste? Just, just use your keyboard commands, you know? Um, quick quiz, guys. What is the keyboard command for going back a step? If anybody can get that to me on, let's say, Twitter in the next two minutes, I will owe you um, uh, some, let's say, some deep gratitude. How's that? You can win my deep gratitude if you tell me what is Control and Z on the keyboard command list. What does it do? What does it do? Because that I've shown that to students in the past and it has been like a revelation. Okay, so control Z. But let's have a look at some of the other feedback. Yeah, keyboard commands was another one. And you know, I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna be um I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, keyboard commands, like who doesn't know that? I didn't know what half the keyboard commands uh, were that people were suggesting. So um let's have a look and see what uh what kind of answers we have uh we've got from mike cameron mike cameron thank you very much for answering uh he comes up with the use of left right mid and con i can't even pronounce it contantination in excel excel was mentioned so many times excel like skills in excel people want that teachers want their students to be able to sit in front of a spreadsheet and know exactly what they're doing you know why why you why you'd want to kind of subject your students to that uh, that type of hell I don't know. I hate Excel. I hate Excel. I'm really, really sorry. I know it's a fantastic organizational tool. I know you can do so many different things with it. I know you can you can basically put a couple of formula in and just solve the world's issues. But I can't stand the damn thing. I hate it. I hate Excel. It's been the bane of my life for a long, long time because it takes, you know, detail. It takes knowledge. It takes um, a modicum of mathematical ability in some cases. So it's never been my favorite. Let's have a look and see. Um, yeah, so there were lots of, ah, oh, Mr. Rogers, Tom Rogers, who uh, incidentally is also a producer on the show. Uh, Tom, stop messing with my prize giveaways, dude. You know, uh, yeah, Tom's got it. It's undo. Yeah, control Z, you undo the last step that you've taken. Thereby, if you make a mistake, for instance, in Word, because you've been faffing around with formatting rather than actually doing some proper work, um, you can just get rid of that mistake. I work with lots of students who, um, some of, well, some of them are unfamiliar in regards to uh, using uh, digital technology, um, but some of them, uh, struggle with the more traditional mouse commands when it comes to this stuff because of mobility issues. You know, I have I'm, I've, I have a couple of students in mind who um, very rarely use the mouse at all. Uh, keyboard commands, it's a simple thing, but it saves you oodles of time. Let's have a look and see if there are any other comments. Um, so yeah, Control Z means undo. Uh, we have a couple of other people. Look at oh my. To be honest, we've got lots and lots and lots of feedback about this. So let's uh, let's do people justice and use their names. So Mike Cameronese one Excel has been a big big concern from quite a lot of people. Let's get right down to the end of the page. Um, so let's have a look and see. And uh, organization is um, 
is also a big one. Ali Youssef uh, on Twitter, um, the very simple, very simple uh, process of naming your document properly. This is a big, this is a really, really big thing. This is a big thing in higher education that um, I've noticed. Digital organization seems to be uh, overlooked to a certain extent when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to uh, a taught skill, you know, um, having your file folders and your folder set up sorted out, whether it be whether it be alphabetically, whether it be having a number of main bins, and then you can just kind of uh, uh, sort that out. Yeah, Ali Yusuf hit on a very, very, very um, prominent ask when it comes to digital skills, which is the simple case of can a student sort their file system out? There's a reason they can't. I think this is this is my uh, this is this is my um, completely out of left field, uh, probably made up absolutely not accurate at all uh, suggestion but the reason that i think that students can no longer or don't have the well they do have the capacity they just don't know how um, they have a lack of knowledge when it comes to organization of digital systems digital filing uh, and naming is because they don't have to do it um, if you have a look at modern uh, modern file systems modern office systems you can find just about everything by typing it into the search bar um, and that's great if it's a specific thing that you want to find. But if, for instance, go back to my home home turf at the moment, which is higher education, if you're writing a long, complicated document like a dissertation and you have hundreds of files in uh, lots of different folders, uh, if you're not labeling them properly, you're never going to be able to find them. So, yeah, digital organization was a big one. And Ali hit it on the head there. Name your files properly, guys. What, what's the matter with you? Um, all right, let's have a look and see what else we have got here. Uh, I'm trying to make sure that I put everybody's names. Dan Phillips, uh, at Dan uh, underscore PGCE. Um, control F, another, you know, they he would like students to know what Control F uh, does. Simple things. This isn't, this isn't kind of like, this isn't the use of algorithms for learning. This is simple kind of technical skills that uh, seemingly haven't been explicitly taught. Now, I'm not making that assumption at all. Like I say, not a teacher anymore. So if there are any ICT uh, bods, computer bods out there, uh, let me know if I'm making heinous generalizations about what's on the curriculum at the moment. But yeah, so lots of lots of um, students uh, can't use keyboard commands. Uh, Mark McCourt uh, at EMAS UK. Knowing how to search and find multiple sources when looking for the answer to any question and how to check the validity of those sources. This is the digital world we live in. Uh, we, uh, everybody's living in a digital world and I am a digital, no, that's not, that's Madonna. Um, so yeah, uh, fact checking is becoming more and more prevalent in the modern world that we live in when we have our media, uh, when we have social media, who is to say what is uh, true, what is not, what can be verified, what is fact, what is opinion. I mean, this stuff crisscrosses into lots of other different subjects. The difference between fact and opinion could be English. Uh, history would be a wonderful uh, launch pad to look at this particular digital skill. So, yeah, um, uh, 
finding source to be honest uh mark i'd probably take it further uh not clicking on the first link that comes up after a search and uh and then handing that in for your homework that's i, I would love to see that a bit more I would, you know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I, no, no offense to anybody. I mean, I'm not the most dedicated of researchers, but, um, uh, you know, you, you, you can scroll down guys, you know, uh, in my own experience, it's very difficult, um, f to try to get students to look a little bit further. Um, and when I say students who I'm thinking of particularly in this case is my own son. Uh, my eldest son is 12 years old now, uh, has started um, secondary school and um, has often homework uh, where, oh, oh, right, I have to find out about this per certain subject. I'll put this certain subject in Google. I'll press, oh, I'll press search. Well done. And that first link, there you go. There we are. Done. Thank you very much. I'll get back on Fortnite now, Dad. Cheers. Yeah. Um, maybe when we think about the, uh, you know, oh, you can just Google it crowd. Yeah, you can. You know, I can Google anything that I want to. Um, uh, what results I'll get from that Google search, who knows? I'll, if I'm a student, I need to be able to make a decision as to whether something is accurate, whether you can verify it. Uh, not just, uh, and Mark mentions this in his tweet as well, not just going for a single source of information. So, yeah, that's a very, um, very uh very good i mean is the, are these basic things you know it's difficult to sorry for the background noise that's the beanbag i have to sit, sit on because my office is on the floor um you know is it is it uh, these basic things are you know is this uh is this a indicative of a larger knowledge gap in the curriculum who knows i don't <laughs> not me but um it might be an idea uh, to look at this. Um, now, Miss Croom, uh, at Miss Croom on Twitter, amongst many, many others, and to be honest, I think this is one of them that is, uh, this is one of them that's going to, is, is, this is, this, the lack of the teaching of this, given the increase in digital learning, the increase in digital tools, the increase in uh, the screens and the way that we kind of live, nowadays um this has always baffled me as to why it's not done um and uh miss croom and others uh digital daisies um uh, agrees with miss croom that touch typing touch typing is a digital skill that needs very very urgently to be taught in schools you know it's not it's not really kind of you think to yourself, touch typing, and I don't know about you, but I kind of like black and white newsreel uh, sections with rows and rows of people just clacking away, hove interview. And yeah, you know what? It's not, um, it's not kind of technicolor excitement or anything like that. But as a primary way to get information into the digital world, as a primary input method, how long? Do students spend learning how to type properly? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and it, yeah, it always baffled me that. You know, it always baffled me. These things are these, these things are not deep dive skills. You know, we spend we spend or we. No, I don't. I'm not a primary school teacher. 
Uh, primary school teachers spend time teaching students how to handwrite, spend time teaching how to form letters, how to hold pens, how to um, how to make the connections. You know, we have things like pen licenses and all that kind of palaver. So there's a there's incentives for getting this right. Um, maybe there should be an equivalent when it comes to keyboard touch typing. You know, uh, I was never taught to touch type. Um, doesn't mean that I can't learn now. I just can't can't be bothered. But I was never to learn to touch type. And my touch typing speed, my typing speed is general, even though I've literally earned a living from writing things into a computer at certain points in my career. It's abysmal. It's absolutely abysmal. I can get, I can like bash out about, I don't know, maybe 20, 20, 30 words a minute, maybe if I'm lucky, you know, it's why I've switched to, it's why I've switched to dictation. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I, I talked a little bit about that um, last week. Not, well, last time I was on the show, I talked about assistive technology. Um, uh, dictation is bloody brilliant for me. It means that I'm not sat there, one finger tapping away, you know, like slowing, slowing myself down. Uh, painful to watch, you know, click, click, and click. You know, whereas I can just speak. But I mean, here's, con here's a bit of controversy for you on a Sunday evening. <laughs> I know, guys, I know, I know you're trying to, you know, just have just trying to chill out a little bit. Get you get yourself together if you're going on holiday somewhere uh, this week or if you if you're going back to school or if you just if you just sat there in front of a nice roaring fire with a single malt whiskey. Just looking at listening to my dulcet tones. Um, here's a thought for you: Should touch typing replace handwriting skills at primary level? Ooh, oh, on that bombshell! I got, yeah, like I say, it's Sunday night, guys. I know we don't want to be thinking about these kind of things. I'm not trying to start a fight. I think handwriting is a beautiful and well, uh, well worth its skill, of course. But it does surprise me that there's been so much focus on handwriting and there doesn't seem to be any focus on typing, uh, none whatsoever. So that was great. Yeah, Miss Croom at Miss Croom, uh, agreed with there by Penny uh, at Digital Daisies, who's absolutely lovely, by the way. If you're on Twitter, follow her. She's great. Um, yeah, they were they were really uh, they were re really kind of like touch typing. Why? Why aren't doing touch typing? Um, uh, that's also um, that's also uh, mirrored by uh, Adverbia, who is one of those fantastic educators from across the pond. And uh, she did the wonderful thing that on the um, on the timeline, she gave a couple, uh, She gave an example of uh, a way to learn online uh, typing. Oh hey, whoa whoa whoa, uh, Roger, Roger, uh, Tom, Tom's 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 uh, G'd me up by a question. This is probably a silly question, but what do you mean by touch typing? What is touch typing, Tom? Tom, I know you, uh, you, I know you're younger than I am, but come on now, come, hey, serious. Uh, I think this is just a veil kind of like, oh Tom, I don't I don't know how old are you. What touch typing is being able to type without having to look at the keyboard. It allows you to, um, if you are 
relating or transcribing information. It allows you to be able to look at something and transcribe it simultaneously. It also increases your typing speed exponentially. I, I, I say exponentially because I'm not 100% sure what the facts and figures are. Um, so, yeah, so uh, for anybody that doesn't know, anybody who... Um, is perhaps younger than I am. Uh, what do I mean by touch typing? Touch typing is being able to type without having to look at the keyboard. Um, yeah, critical skill, apparently, according to many. Uh, I'm, I'm liable, I'm likely to agree with them, to be honest. Uh, 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 yep, so um, uh, Adverbia uh, has um, given a nice little suggestion, and because it's a tech-focused show, um, uh, of monkey type. And I'll put the links to these things in the description for the show uh, at the end. Monkey Type is a minimalistic, customizable typing test. It's one. It's a. It's like Mavis Beacon. I think somebody mentioned Mavis Beacon uh, on the thread there. Um, you know, there's plenty, plenty of places where you can learn to touch type. But should we? be doing it in schools i mean who am i to say what we shouldn't what we shouldn't be doing in schools you know i i always love that kind of oh well we need to teach them this you know, we need to teach we need to teach them uh, uh basket weaving with human hair you know we need to we, we we must be able to teach them uh how to how to get 12 people in to a four core team you know like always that it's always something that somebody's interested in and you know you must teach it at school it's like yeah all right then what we're giving up english art maths you know yeah you know human hair braiding is noble but you know i'd, I'd rather my kids be able to read tar huh? um but what i mean is when it comes to input uh of information uh gosh how how often do we just sit in front of a computer how often do you sit in front of a computer and input information uh, one of the primary inputs is through the keyboard so you know maybe maybe we need to kind of have a look and when we think about and think about what we mean by writing you know uh, just a just a thought but this is why i love absolutely love it when people come on board with the questions because you get these interesting things um uh so uh we've got the hectic teacher hectic teacher uh, hectic teacher on twitter um many have also said it but how to format a document or file format formatting is a really really you know it's a key skill but it's not a difficult one um i'm thinking of the main i'm thinking of kind of like the office uh, is what i use uh, in the main to be honest so i'm thinking of the office uh, suite and in regard, I'm just going to shift my camera because I've just noticed that uh, I'm not, it's not getting my best side. Hang on, hang on just a second. Those of you that aren't looking at the <laughs> live feed, you know, uh, maybe this is a digital skill, you know, being able to set up a live feed and be able to, you know, doing the lighting in your room. I've got the corner of the radiator here. I've got a couple of blue lights there. You know, it's not exactly, um, it's not exactly high tech, but, um, so when we think about, you know, these things like writing, uh, does it have to be with the pen? How much time do we actually spend out of school writing with a pen and paper anymore? That changes. Guys, I'm not, I'm not making like big old statements about anything. But, you know, um, if I have no problem thinking about education as um, uh, partly, primarily in my view, um, to be able to 
to get people to access work. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. It's just it's it's um it's a it's a thing about working in FE for as long as I did and working with vocational educators, some of the best educators, um, some of the best and the least recognised educators in um, any sector are uh, vocational further education. But uh, I digress. You know, um, and uh, but how how often do you sit there with a pen and paper now? Uh, you know, it's all Word spreadsheets, um, the dreaded Excel. You know, these things. It's um, it's not exactly. It's not even a different world, is it? You know, uh, I, I'm I'm fairly old. I'm not going to tell you how old I am. I'm <clears throat> years old, and I I primarily used a keyboard to get the information that I needed to into places where I was working. Um, anyway, so let's have a look at some of the other questions. And then what I might do is I might try my own jiggery pokery and uh, see if I can get some of these uh, files to work so you can have a listen to the news. But we'll see how we get on. Um, let's have a look and see. There are some fantastic answers. Um, uh, proofreading using proofreading software. Um, uh, yeah, uh, you know, these, these things are available. Um, even perhaps I may not be a digital skill, but even kind of just considering proofreading is something that, uh, that many people don't really do. <laughs> um, uh, Theo KL, once again, he's a regular appearer on this here show. Uh, um, uh, his uh, suggestion is learn to resize an image or understand image size. So it's not just, I, I think as an ex-English teacher, I kind of focus on the written word, but it is not just that. Um, easy ways of resizing images, easy ways of uh, formatting, easy ways of making documentation or of all shapes and sizes, um, you know, accessible, of course. Uh, these are things that are very, very important. So if we go back, yeah, we've got a couple more. Carl Bentley, Bentley Carl, uh, touch typing uh, once again. Oh, and uh, that and how to make backups. Yeah, um, this is the thing. Yeah, you know, uh, how do you explain to students who, uh, you know, that you have to back up certain pieces of work? You have to have different copies of things. You know, there is, you know, we have the cloud filing system. We, you know, you can just shoot it into space pretty much more or less now and it just stays there but um yeah you know uh, duplication of materials and having different places to store them very very uh, very very important uh another uh, another one from dr cs nedden um we've got uh, file name and structures um i am assuming uh, that file name and structures uh, the, the good doctor uh, works with um he uh, practitioners and students yeah it's something that I uh, see on a regular basis that is is kind of lacking in many different students um, uh, arsenal when it comes to academic skills being able to organize digital material that is you know logical that is um, uh, that is easy to find I mean you do not want to be like in the last year of your PhD and you think to yourself oh my god there's that there's that reference that I made in the first year that will completely prove this thing that I'm trying to prove and then not be able to find it because you never labeled it properly or you didn't put it somewhere where you think to yourself, oh, okay. You know, um, I have, I've, I've had, I've come across 
certain levels of that. Um, and yeah, you know, digital organization, it's uh, for me and for what I see, um, the way where I work, it's an issue, even at, even at higher education, even at that level of academia. So, um, yeah, so let's have a look and see, uh, what else we've got here. Uh, Alistair Hamill at IC Geography. Uh, as a geography teacher, I want my pupils to have good digital literacies in data handling software from Excel sheets to analyze data sets to GIS for digital mapping. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to make a I'm going to make a confession. I don't know what GIS is, but yeah, this is this is not just kind of this isn't just reading and writing. It's relevant in all subjects, you know, data mapping you know, uh, handling data um, from geography to history to um, just about any subject you can think of. These are relevant skills. Uh, you know, how much time do we spend teaching our students these relevant skills? Um, would they even listen if we did? <laughs> um, that's also, I don't know if that's a digital skill, listening skills. But what I think is important to kind of what I think is important to remember is that this isn't, once again, this isn't the kind of, kind of, oh, you know, buzzword kind of, hey, collaboration. Uh, collaboration will drive us forward or creativity or um, what's another big one? I'm trying to think of all the adverts that I see. Uh, oh, um, you know, being connected. I, what, what's that mean? being connected well you, you're gonna have to hold everybody's hand the whole time it's, it's, you know oh being it's it's like what come on come on what's interesting is that most of these answers are primarily from educators or or, or teachers or ex-teachers and um it's interesting that what's come back are kind of fairly identifiable solid skills you know, you can actually identify them. You can actually say, oh, actually, this students need to be able to do this because they haven't got this at the moment. Not the kind of, ah, oh, we're living in a new, the, you know, this new place of technology and students need to be able to collaborate and, and assess. And so it's like, no, they need to be able to use Word. <laughs> Please, somebody teach them keyboard commands. Somebody teach, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not trying to do kind of the the heavy techno guys down at all at all it's, I think that there is room enough for everybody but you you do wonder uh, when I say I mean I I the question was a leading question I'll admit to it the question was a leading question I did I think mention at one point no waffle None of, none, none of this nonsense. What actual skills? Identify what the skill is and tell me what it is. But I think there is a need, maybe, or a desire, probably, um, for uh, teacher input into these types of skills, not to have this kind of vague, nebulous idea about what digital learning or what digital skills are, but to have concrete skills, be able to use keyboard commands, be able to use, um, be able to do straightforward tasks using Excel and so on and so forth.
This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.withaslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Are you looking to take your phonics practice forward? Then Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised is the programme for you. Created by two schools with an excellent track record in phonics, Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised will help all children become readers and ensure no child is left behind. The programme offers complete support for your phonics teaching, alongside classroom resources and fully decodable readers from Collins Big Cats. To find out more, follow at Letters Sounds on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram or join a free briefing by visiting littlewondlelettersandsounds.org.uk. Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure that Bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. Introducing Autism Aspirational Futures, a virtual SEN conference for parents and carers. Do you work with parents or carers of students with autism? If so, this free virtual conference from Witherslack Group can support them and you. Providing inspiring talks from leading experts, offering practical advice on supporting children and young people with autism and associated needs. This very special event will take place during Autism Acceptance Week and is sure to be an enjoyable occasion for everyone wanting to develop their knowledge, understanding and celebrate their children's amazing superpowers. Don't miss out! Register for free at witherslackgroup.co.uk today. Witherslack Group, the leading provider of schools and children's homes for children with special educational needs. This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Joe Fox. With many schools across England and Wales now on holiday for Easter, or with a break imminent, The Guardian is reporting that many GCSE and A-level students are being advised to begin revising in earnest. Experienced teachers and education experts alike are making the recommendations so students avoid exam stress. Across the UK, close to 2 million teenagers will be preparing for exams with students in England and Wales and Northern Ireland, sitting their first papers on May 16th. Many teachers already know that the secret to reducing stress is good preparation and that a little bit of stress during the break might well avoid super stress in the future. The article features comments from Daisy Christodoulou, former teacher and the Director of Education at No More Marking. Christodoulou recommends revision strategies such as self-quizzing, rather than re-reading and highlighting notes, and advised that revision for each subject or topic be spaced over days rather than crammed into one. But the advice also focused on leaving time for rest, relaxation and getting a good night's sleep as these activities also help retain information in long-term memory. 
a new north-south divide is highlighted in the Manchester Evening News. It focuses on newly released government data, which shows that there are eight parliamentary constituencies where there are no schools or sixth-form colleges, state or private, offering A-levels, with all but two in the north of England. An MP in one of the affected areas said it was unacceptable to not have a sixth form in her constituency. In Bolton West, one of the eight areas on the list, local Tory MP Chris Green said that having gone to a secondary school with a sixth form, I'm quite surprised by the number of schools without one. According to the Northern Powerhouse Partnership Lobbying Group, the Greater Manchester Borough of Bury has not a single school with a sixth form, though it does have two further education providers offering other post-16 qualifications. Former Children's Commissioner Anne Longfield said, It's shocking that some children are growing up in areas of the country where there is no provision for them to study A-levels, and doubly shocking that so many of them are in the North. As part of the government's recent levelling up white paper to tackle regional inequalities, 55 so-called education cold spots, many of which are in the North, will get extra investment. Struggling schools would be offered more support and new selective sixth-form colleges created. But Northern Powerhouse Partnership Director Henry Murison said the selective six forms aren't the answer to problems. A story on the Mirror Group newspaper website focuses on talks to introduce a new GCSE, which will focus on the environment and sustainability. School Standards Minister Robin Walker said talks were underway with exam board OCR, with a view to introducing the course. He stated, The department is exploring proposals for a new GCSE in natural history. This is after a range of campaigners expressed concern about how subjects such as climate change, sustainability and environmental protection are being taught in primary and secondary schools. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio News with Joe Fox. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week you may find you have a bit of time on your hands, so why don't you learn a new skill? I'm talking learning to code. There's loads of ways to get started for free. Check out Scratch from MIT, a block-based programming language. There's tutorials and a huge community of people who share their work. Imagine if your next presentation to the pupils was done through a game. The limit is only your imagination. If you want to get a bit more serious and you have a child to drag along with you, take a look at the Astro Pi Challenge. There's Mission Zero, spend an hour and program a Raspberry Pi in the International Space Station and get a certificate of where and when uh, yours, um, uh, the, the pupils code ran. If you want to get really involved, check out Mission Space Lab where you need to invest a bit more time, but there's also some free kit for school involved. Do you just want some me time? Then look no further than EduBlocks or Trinket. These browser-based editors come with tutorials to get you going. Their tutorials help you cross over from blocks to text-based coding. If you want to be supported in coding, why not join me for an introduction to Python on May the 4th, 4 to 5pm. I'm going to teach an introduction to Python coding in Trinket. Any Teacher Talk radio listener can come for free. Details of how to join will follow shortly. As always, don't forget to check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. Tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Yeah, uh, digital skills, really, really, really good suggestions from a whole bunch of people that I very much appreciate. Um, Let's have a look. Uh, So we've also got um, document formatting, really, really good. sharing links we've got for uh, we've got from 
Oh, Adam Boxer, uh, Adam Boxer one, sharing links rather than copies of documentation. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we talked, I talked about, um, I talked about kind of like cloud storage just a little bit earlier. And um, yeah, you can share links instead of copies of files. So, you know, just, uh, um, yeah, these are things, these are things that in some ways are seemingly straightforward. But if we have a if we have a th little think and a little a little recognition of the goblin sat in the corner of the room of of uh, uh, you know he's he's sitting there oh ugly pointy ears oh he's got oh his nose is dripping with goodness knows what um, you know it's the ugly uh, goblin of uh, the digital native theory coming through I believe. I think it's. I think it is a little bit about that. We take so much for granted in regards to thoughts about what people can and can't do in regards to technology, um, you know. And I think the things that seem fairly basic. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not. Uh, you know, I first used. I first heavily used the internet when I was at university. That's when I first. That's when I first did. I. I did my. I wrote my first university essay by hand. Um, and then I got called in by my uh, tutor and asked if I was dyslexic. And I was like, no, I'm not dyslexic. I just went to a really rough school. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, all right. Do you think maybe you can type it next time? I was like, yeah, all right, then all right. Um, so I, used, I typed it on a word processor, a standalone word processor, beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there is an assumption of knowledge that isn't really there. Sharing links, um, how to write, a decent email you know um i don't know whether it's because these are vo seen as vocational skills perhaps i'm not 100 sure and people need to want to want to kind of steer away from that but um these things these things are everyday skills that i i think pretty much everybody needs writing a concise email being able to put um something of <laughs> being able to put something of um use in the heading of that email to steer things uh to steer things in um so yeah uh we need to be able to just um think about what students know and this is why i uh, i just love it when a bunch of people decide to you know chime in and, and put those ideas around because some of this stuff i would have assumed that students wouldn't have a problem with you know and i think that's me uh kind of uh, getting fooled by that little gremlin in the corner. And as I say, this is not just about primary level or secondary or vocational or further education or HE or further than that. I think this is, these are issues that happen all the time. You know, they happen to any, you know, they can happen to anybody. Uh, what digital skills do people have? What digital skills do people need? And I think these things need to be, and not in this kind of, ah, oh, yeah, you know, we can, We'll make a we'll we'll make one of those info info infograms insta you know what I'm on about you know the the pictures and that or you know we'll make a and then it's just buzzwords you know you've got basically got a mind map with a bunch of buzzwords on it and you're thinking what does that mean and today if you if you haven't already check out check out the thread because it's some great stuff you know so let's uh, have a look at a few more here. Uh, Tabitha McIntosh uh, at Tabitha Serge, um, uh, footnoting for A-level, you know, oh my goodness me, yeah, of course, 
you know um that's not you can't you can't learn that skill by osmosis you know all right yeah um it'd be great if you could um you can't learn that skill by osmosis somebody has to sit you down and teach you how to do it otherwise you have to learn it yourself and when you get to a certain level when it comes to academics uh sometimes you ain't got the time to learn how to footnote something um once again using the hugely anecdotal evidence of my own life uh that has been um uh, uh you know it's just one person uh, the skills that i the academic skills i needed at university um i didn't have them when i started you know i was the first you know i was a i was one of the first people in my family to go to university and when it came to that academic stuff i didn't know what i was doing footnotes you know writing footnotes into a computer what you know what what no what do i do i do i tap it with my toes i don't know what's what's footnotes but these things they seem to have continued to be an issue uh with many people which is a shame um but uh you know and then even uh and then the conversation goes on uh we've got uh eng hanrahan uh, mr h uh, or even better, know how to use Zotero, EndNote, or Mendeley, which are citation and referencing softwares, which are ones that are really good, really good. But those in themselves have very steep learning curves. Uh, let's have a look. Um, we've got uh, Robert Lowe using a sensible directory folder structure and a choice and choices of file names for storing their files. You know, I did a, I did um, I went for an interview. It is, it is a bit of a per is is you know is bringing in the person. I went for an interview. Uh, last week or was it the week before I can't remember I didn't get the job because um, um, they obviously had a modicum of uh, taste <laughs> but uh, I did a I did a lesson you, you know one of those one of those kind of you know pretend lessons that you have to do for an interview or part of a pretend lesson um, yeah they even do it in HE guys so uh, first and foremost it went pretty badly because I couldn't get the, the I couldn't get the file to open that I needed to at the beginning that's fun yeah you, you think of nightmare fuel think about going for a, like a tech job and not being able to open the technology that you're using <laughs> oh yeah yeah that one's going to haunt my dreams a while but also uh what I did this lesson on is I did a lesson on uh, digital organization um, there is there are issues when it comes to uh, academics, academia, uh, when it comes to students being able to process and handle the amount of information that they have to. Um, so I did my I did my session on digital organisation, which has been touched upon many times in the thread about uh, what digital skills our students need. And I start that I start that particular lesson off. Um, I have uh, two images. I have first image is a desk that looks like uh, it has been um, torn up by Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre after he's had a few. You know, it's just like papers everywhere. You know, stacks of things, no order, no nothing. Looks like an absolute state. And I was like, you know, here's a desk. Um, what can you infer by from the state of the desk? And, you know, and then the students hopefully were like, uh, oh, well, you know, wouldn't be able to find anything. Maybe, you know, it will take more time to get to the thing that they need to do, or maybe it will take time to do the thing that they need to do. Uh, yeah, and then they, it was branching off into, you know, maybe even 
you know, it could be it could affect uh, your mental health because you're anxious about not being able to get things tidy or not being able to get things on time and so on and so forth. But anyway, um, and then after that, I show them a picture of a desktop that is absolutely atrocious, exactly the same thing, you know, and that's, you, you make the comparison, okay, digital skills. All right. So uh, in the real world, if your desk looks like a, a small mortar has, uh, has um, uh, been let off in the room, uh, it's basically the same as having your desk. How people have their desktop with like a hundred different things on it. I don't, I don't know. I can't, I mean, at the moment I've got, about two and a half screens going on at the moment and i you know if i didn't keep things neat and tidy well, i would have no idea what's happening absolutely none whatsoever but i work with students and then you know they they let me have they let me see their pc or the laptop that they're working on and it's it's like somebody somebody's just like fired a shotgun of files and folders onto the desktop. Everything's on the desktop. You know, you got pictures from 19, 1999. You've got, you, you know, you've got programs. Anyway, but basically, what I'm trying to say this is, I'm trying to say that digital organization, digital skills are akin to the physical world. And the, it's the same kind of thing. It's the same basket, I think. So when it comes to being able to organize, being able to put things in the right place, whether it be the physical world or whether it be the digital one, these are key skills. These need to be able to be done by people who deal with a lot of work. And strangely enough, students do. Uh, let's have a look at some of the others. Um, we, are, we, have, we have some comedians as well. You are funny, you lot. I'll give you that. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll have a look and see if we've got a <laughs> I'll have a look. We see if we've got a couple of uh, wonderful, wonderful examples. Um, yeah, but if we can't, if we uh, if we think so ourselves, um, uh, we've got Claudia Ben here. Uh, knowing the difference between uh, sending me an email or doing a Google search. <laughs> Time is precious, guys. Time is precious. Um, how many times has somebody asked you a question where you just said, just, just, just Google that bad boy. Get on to that famous website and just answer the question yourself and leave me be. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's that was, I like that one. Yep, I like that one a lot. Um, we've got a couple of others here. Uh, we've got, um, let's have a look, make sure I get the name. Uh, Mr. Harrison, Head of Computing, Mr. A. Harrison here. Uh, I'd settle for knowing the difference between Google and Google Chrome, or more generally between websites and browsers. Also hitting enter to submit after filling in fields instead of reaching for the mouse. And uh, he goes on to state that it's all in his uh, year seven curriculum now. Good on you. Good on you, Mr. H. Um, yes, yeah, sm small things, seemingly small things. I mean, is this having a big effect? I'm seeing HE where actually it is. Uh, lack of lack of knowledge in certain areas means that students are struggling when it comes to using particular tools, when it comes to organization in general. And so, yeah, I th you know, some people, oh, you know, oh, well, you can learn all this stuff elsewhere. Yeah, you can, whether you will or not. Uh, that's left down to fate a fair bit, isn't it? You know, I mean, I, I'm in a job that means that I have to learn some of this stuff. Uh, it's a shame that I didn't learn 
to check my link when I was in that job interview. But you know, um, so <laughs> so uh, yeah, these 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 things I don't think they're guaranteed. And so if they're not guaranteed, probably is it an idea to put them into the curriculum? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm just having a look. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Shaw Physics uh, uh, at Mr. Shaw Physics. Um, controversially throws in the never mind student digital skills essential digital skills all teachers should have oh it's probably true to be honest um i speak uh i can't speak for anybody but myself um but i do spend a lot of time and i have spent a lot of time in previous roles showing people things you know showing people how to do certain things um does that mean that teachers are you know, the, the, sometimes a lack of knowledge. Does that mean that? You, uh, no, it doesn't mean anything. It just means that you haven't learned something. That's all. You know, uh, teachers have been asked to be social workers. They're asked to be therapists. They're asked to be, uh, you know, highly skilled educators. They're asked to be everything, everything under the sun. Um, and sometimes, you know, we ask if you can, you're going to ask them to be, going to ask them to be uh, IT IT guys as well. Mm, yeah, but I understand what you. I understand what you're saying, Mr. S. Um, uh, I wish, I wish, I, I wish I could invite you in as a speaker. Uh, fancy lyric. I wish I could. Um, but if I, if my voice gets any higher, uh, I think maybe murder will be done in this house. So, um, uh, if you want to make any uh, comments, please. You can always tweet in directly to. Uh, uh, TT Radio 2022, or you can tweet to me at tstarkey1212. One of these days we'll have a conversation. One of these days we'll have a couple of guests on. Um, but uh, if if I'm going to keep uh, if I'm going to keep my family life uh, as a fairly fairly kind of uh, happy one, um, I've got to make certain amendments to the way I do things. Um, so let's have a look. Um, uh, talking about mini projects, uh, talking lots of people talking about being able to use digital skills in regards to academics, being able to use digital skills in regards to organization. Uh, sorry, I'm doing that that thing again where I'm doing two things at once. So I'm kind of like I'm a little bit I'm a, a little bit distracted. Is it a digital skill to be able to stay on task whilst you're doing two things? I'm scrolling and looking. I mean, can you see me on the feed? Look, 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 I'm scrolling, looking. I just look like I'm saying no the whole time. I'm just looking at three different screens, guys. Bear with me. Uh, yeah, name documents properly is is a great one. <laughs> um, tab and shift, tab to move forwards and backwards through fields. Yeah, that's another that's another big one. And for me, that's an interesting one because once again, it kind of it kind of uh, straddles that border between being able to use a tool to its full extent and also an accessibility uh, issue. Um, so uh, for instance, uh, this isn't really an accessible stuff about accessibility or assistive technology, but you know what, that's my gig. And I always like to, I always like to give a shout out to AT. So uh, screen readers, 
people who have visual impairment or people who are blind uh, often use screen readers, much like JAWS is the big one, uh, NVDA, fantastic screen reader that you can get for free. If you are interested, just go on the website or type in NVDA into Google. It will take you to the particular site. Um, one of the reasons that I ask people to download screen readers is because then you can have a go at using a screen reader and have a go at sometimes how awful certain sites are to, with the use of a screen reader. A screen reader basically uh, lets you uh, lets uh, the computer read what's on the screen um, and speak it to the user. So that's really, really interesting. Uh, now, one of the issues that people use screen readers, who use screen readers, uh, because they're visually impaired and blind, uh, or visually impaired or blind, is that sometimes they have to use keyboard commands to navigate through a page. You know, using tab as uh, Louis Evans, Mr. Louis Evans, bless your heart, uh, using tab and shift tab to move forward and backwards through fields. Uh, yeah, it's 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 an easy thing, uh, but it's something that not many people know about. Uh, and it's something that, you know, uh, in fact, due to accessibility uh, regulations of this country, every public website should be able to be navigated purely through the tab alone. But that's something completely different. But yeah, I mean, these are things that are not not so much staring people in the face and not particularly obvious. It's one of those things where you don't really know what you don't know. But if we if we expect our students to become you know, fully functioning digital. I'm sounding like I'm sounding like San uh, San Francisco uh, ed tech company here. If we expect our students to become fully functional digital learners, um, you know, we yeah, you have to look at the you have to look at the small things. You have to look at the the you know the nitty gritty. Um, so, uh, for instance, here we have here uh, Alex Weatherall, who is a lovely guy. Um, and is also heavily involved in technology. Uh, he says, uh, A underscore Weatherall on Twitter, uh, keyboard shortcuts for sure. I spent two hours with computing students on supply on Thursday. As they were coding their web pages, I kept stopping them all with top tips, such as control S, use cut, not copy, then delete, split windows, view in browser from editor, and show file extensions. He goes on and says, show file extensions was a key one. They had to refer to their image files in their code and kept mucking up the extension and couldn't figure out why their image wouldn't show. You see, so, I mean, these 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 skills that have been mentioned when I ask the question, you know, what do you want your digital uh, students, what, you know, when I mentioned an actual sentence, bear with me, uh, you know, when I ask the question, what do you want your students to do, these basic digital skills kind of act in a lot of ways as the as the bedrock of further digital skills you know um so yeah uh um robot maths at robot maths when doing tech support for my parents i'd settle for them understanding the word desktop and knowing what the enter key is yeah i mean you've got to start from somewhere haven't you you know what i mean um let's have a look um so um, let's carry on talking about that. What I'm going to do as well is I am going to once again bring up that fantastic uh, Twitter feed that uh, people were so kind to get involved with, uh, so kind to write my show for me, really, because there are a lot of people and they were a lot more knowledgeable about what's actually going on in schools than I am. Um, so anyway, uh, that's that's my digital uh, digital skill 
dealt with there. That's brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Okay, so let's get back to it. Um, uh, barring uh, another power cut here in the uh, here in the the the, 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 the wintered north, as it were today. Uh, what have we got? So um, the skills that are mentioned by teachers. Not everyone's a teacher. We've got a couple of others as well. But the general skills people were looking at, we had keyboard commands. We have organization of digital materials. We have knowing the difference of uh, the names of things, uh, resizing images. Um, I mean, these things, I, you know, I've never taught. Well, I have taught ICT and I've taught and I've taught uh, various kind of work skills based um, computing type courses excuse me let me saw me i think i give my camera a kick uh when i was diving to the back of the diving to the back of the cupboard oh i check uh, uh, hang on though check for those of you that are on the live stream that are watching um what appears to be this strange hunter uh i'm wearing this i'm wearing a camo cap uh and i've got camo headphones on as well i've just realized um but those of you on the live stream uh, you can check this out. And what I'm going to do is, oh, look at that. I bought myself some RGB lights, man. They, they, they are lighting this place up like I don't know what. Look at that. I've got blue there. Beautiful. All right. So, yeah, the light. Yeah, the lights. Listen, I paid, I paid, I paid $11.99 for these, man. All right. So I, I will be using them. I, I've been watching the YouTube. I've been watching the TikTok. Yeah. They've all got the RGBs, tons of them, tons of all over the place. RGBs here, LEDs there, you know, loads of stuff. So I'm having them as well. Look, and these things can, they just reflect my mood. Look at that. Oh, look at that. That's lovely. Blue and blue and red we've got going on there. Oh, I like that. That's very nice. Although it, it does bring out my really, really ragged complexion. So let's have it on blue. So uh, touch typing was a real big one. Touch typing is a real big one, uh, and why wouldn't it be? You know, it's the main way to input information into a computer. What, what, you know, of course it's going to be a big one. Why it's not uh, kind of concentrated on? I'm not 100 sure. It's about might, it might well be about time. Um, uh, once again, and this is another one from Adverbia who often comes up with some stunning ideas. You know, uh, one of the digital skills that she wants people or students to know is how to do a Google search. Um, it's not an oracle, kids, she states. You can't just type your question in the search bar. And that's very true. You know, like I said, we went back to that kind of, like, oh, you know, you can just Google it. No, you can't. Not if you can't write a decent question. Not if you can't differentiate between something that is, uh, you know, verified and something that is just absolute made up tosh. You can't just Google it. There are skills that go into a Google search. And I think that's a uh, really, really uh, good point there by Adverbia. Um, uh, now, uh, Mrs. Wallace, uh, Lucy Wallace, 14. Um, now, I'm going to make another confession here. Uh, uh, states that subscript and superscript need to be taught. Um, I am assuming that's something mathematic. I think it's the small bottom numbers and so on and so forth. So, you know, these it's not just... I think people see digital skills as some of these transferable type, you know, um, kind of... Uh, 
you can transfer this skill to one. I'm not too sure you can. In different subjects, you will need very specific, different digital skills. Um, uh, mathematics is one of those that I see quite a lot of. Um, I, uh, I, I sometimes advise students how to use particular mathematics programs uh, with assistive technology. Uh, and it's, yeah, I mean, uh, this is complicated stuff, guys. You know, well, to, to be honest, numbers for me is always complicated. Um, more of an English guy, me, you know, uh, it, words that mean stuff rather than numbers that, let's be honest, they don't mean anything, do they? And there goes the math teachers. Right, okay, so, um, yeah, uh, uh, the MBD science was the when to use Google and when to email me. Uh, that was a <laughs> somebody's been getting a lot of emails. <laughs> yeah, that's Cloudy Ben David. Um, this is a... Uh, this is the, um, uh, we've just had, uh, we've got a little bit on the chat here at the podcast, here at Podbean Live. Um, the way we conduct internet searches, that's from CG Vold. The way we conduct internet searches has changed quite significantly since the 1990s. We've moved from typing out questions in sentences to barking out sentence fragments. And that's true because we have this, these great gods of algorithms that complete our sentences for us. Um, that point us in the right direction or they point us in a direction ho oh, ho conspiracy type theory exactly yeah you know what i'm talking about um yeah it's very true it's very it is very true um dare i say it back in the day a search took more effort you know maybe that is maybe that's maybe that's the thing maybe it's about it's maybe it's about historical context maybe it's about reliance on certain tools doing the work for you um can't rely on tool you can't rely on tools sometimes um i know this because we we literally just had a power cut halfway through my fantastic podcast there's always always a technical difficulty in my podcasts it's either the, the internet doesn't work or there's a power cut or there's a flood a tsunami famine a small nuclear tactical strike you know the, the, i've never had a smooth show you know um if it wasn't for the medication uh, this would just be an absolute nightmare but as it is i'm doing all right i am doing all right so um using oh this is a great one from claudia schwenk uh or frau lerin uh let me take another one at that because i want to make sure everybody gets a proper name check frau lerin 12 um, and states that using the snipping tool effectively. Um, yeah. How often, oh man, do, do kids still do that control, screen print control thing? Then, oh my God, that gets on my wick. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, this is, <laughs> yeah, the snipping tool uh, um, in its many uh, shapes and forms is just a, yeah, just a really easy way of taking it. And it's so easy and it's such a good tool that it's, started to become incorporated into other uh, areas such as browsers lots of browsers have inbuilt snipping tools now where you can just grab a piece of the internet and and i don't know shove it in somebody's face you know yeah look at this it's the internet um uh, so yeah that's a very good point claudia um andrew j uh, 4321 jc uh <laughs> it's another good one um he would like uh sending assignments that are on the computer at home but the email doesn't work on that computer so i can't send it until tomorrow and he's uh, accompanied that with a gif of a, 
uh, <laughs> a famous uh, movie villain giving a very doubtful expression. Is that the modern equivalent of the dog ate my homework? The printer chewed up my high drive, you know, um, or so on and so forth. Um, so let's have a quick look further down. And we've got, and I think this is the one, uh, Libby Wilkins is uh, simple but sublime, how to search for information effectively via phones or laptops. Yeah, of course. Of course, it's the big one. It's a big one. How to search effectively for information and maybe how to judge that information when you get it. These are classic skills. Um, Peter Williams, Maths Impact, touch typing there. Um, uh, Mike Thane, Thane Mike, a basic awareness of how to use Excel. Um, if you move into any business admin or leadership role, this is essential. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, this it might not be the it might not be the most. You know, it's 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 not haptic feedback suit VR. Uh, I don't know ballet <laughs> on an aeroplane wing. Um, it, it's this is kind of like the meat and potatoes stuff, and not even meat and potatoes with any gravy for taste. You know, this is just kind of like dry, dry meat and slightly burnt potatoes um but it's necessary it's necessary in so many different walks of life i um have been taught and have taught myself how to use excel to a certain extent because you know sometimes to get on in life you do have to do a deal with the devil um yeah and it does help you know it does help and this you know so is it a question of what tools are taught is it a question of uh, looking at the world of work and saying, okay, lots of people need to be able to do this and then uh, teaching things accordingly? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, is it about the the, um, the huge differences that computing and ICT have been through recently uh, where other skills such as coding have been um, seemingly uh, prioritized to the detriment of kind of fairly straightforward uh, program use. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that. You know. I'm not that involved. You know. I I see the outcomes a lot. Uh, John Kitchen, JP Kitchen. Subject line in email. Do yeah, guys. Seriously, just uh, there's there's a fair few emails that I get on a day to day basis that just don't need. Just put the subject line in and just don't write the email. Don't need it. Don't want it. Get it away. Um, so uh, once again, Excel, putting a filter and then using it, naming, sorting and retrieving files by teacher Tom. Solid name, Tom. Well done. Um, long tail tip, putting a filter on and then using it. Uh, Jody Lopez, my go to when it comes to the world of technology. Um, uh, makes a very good point uh, about this particular thing that I'm doing at the moment, which is podcasting. Uh, let me let me just try and get the full. Uh, the full gist because I don't want to do her down. If you um, if you don't follow Jody Lopez, uh, Jody J Lo Lopez, as she uh, as she uh, likes to put on her uh, account there, um, then uh, do yeah. Uh, for my money, one of the best practitioners uh, in the area of educational technology that I know of. Uh, but anyway, she says touch typing for the win. Uh, but, and this is an interesting one, and I think this is uh, gives you food for thought, but also podcasting is the skill I try to give every primary child. Um, uh, no child left unable to express themselves in any subject just because their physical writing skills aren't perfect. You know, that's great. That's absolutely brilliant. 
you know and it's 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 a very very true thing that needs to happen <laughs> when we come when we talk about digital skills would a lot of times we're just talking about communication we're just talking about uh being able to uh communicate uh, one of the great things about the digital world now is that we can communicate in lots of well one of the great things he says uh also one of the uh uh also one of the massive disadvantages if uh people like me are allowed to do it uh, on a fairly regular basis but uh, the way to communicate the, the methods that we use to communicate have changed somewhat uh so no child left unable to express themselves in any subjects because their physical writing skills aren't per perfect yet and that's a i mean that's a really really good point that you know i do tend to berate kind of the idea of digital skills in uh, general in general circumstances as this kind of nebulous term but also these are things that allow students the tools to be able to communicate to other people to be able to express themselves in ways that perhaps they haven't had before um so that's a really nice one uh so jody uh jody lopez uh, at jody world on twitter uh thinks podcasting or being being able to podcast means that their uh, children uh students can express their ideas uh even more uh in regards to uh, not being able to do it at that point using the written word which is yeah that's a really really good point really good point this is what i mean this is great i'm going to start asking more questions of people fairly soon because what that means it means that i don't have to write my own material because i'm just i'm just referring to people um who just make some fantastic points and know a lot more than i do um so what we've got um dan rosen at musings of or musings of a dr i'm assuming that might be doctor uh uh, is how to hyperlink you know how, how to hyperlink. this is i mean this some of these surprise me some of these the some of these things i'm like ah oh, you know i i didn't realize that these were you know these were holes in people's um uh write an email right <laughs> people do not like people do not like waffling email uh, subject lines do they this has come up a couple of times math lock uh, at maths muse um, writing an email that has a reasonable subject line typing well typing well email in general really um yeah i mean these, these are these are these are the ways that we communicate in this this here uh, this here modern world um and it's just yeah and how how long have we been using email now it's got to be a good couple of decades at least um so perhaps i mean does this mean that we are kind of by default entering into uh, vocational training i mean are these digital concerns primarily to do with the world of work i haven't got a problem with that myself um i don't you know i'm not education is an enriching experience but i also think that sometimes you know you, you go to school so you can you know so you can get into the world of work it was that that type of education that kind of industry that i was mostly involved in in my teaching career uh, the voca vocational uh, vocational education um but you know the thing is it coincidence that many of these digital skills um are about being able to function in a workplace environment you know uh, emails um uh, excel 
um, being able to communicate clearly, being able to use particular tools. It's often about um, being able to function properly in the world of work. You know, uh, how, how, uh, oh, that was a long pause, wasn't it? Hang on, let me do that again. Um, does that mean that, does that mean that they should be concentrated on? Does that mean that they shouldn't be concentrated on? I mean, I don't, uh, I, I don't know the way that I see it and it's my show. So I get to say this as much as I want. Anything that's going to make your future life slightly easier, uh, is, is a win when it comes to education. No, we don't know what you're going to need at some point. No, we don't, um, we can't tell what the future is going to hold, as it were. But you know, you can you can have a pretty good guess, can't you? You know what I mean? You know, it's not, it's it's not. You know, we're not. I'm not saying that everybody needs to start to learn how to use hoverboards. What I'm saying is that, my goodness me, lots of people use office tools. Uh, maybe we should just give people or give students or children a heads up. You know, um, but like I said, you're not talking to the resident expert in regards to these things. Uh, I, um, I teach people in my job how to use particular tools. I teach people kind of like bits and bobs, but I don't know everything, you know, and it's my, and it's my primary function. It's my primary role in work. So how realistic is it that we try to, um, that we try to teach students every digital skill? Probably not, but that's why I think you need to identify what these critical skills are and go from there. Because I'm seeing it disadvantage students a lot later down the line. Um, but then again, maybe they have been taught and they've just forgotten. Because <laughs> that, that used to be my big thing. I was like, oh, I've never been taught this. How do you, what do you mean I've never been taught this? And then I used to think about it for a little while. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just, I was, I was chatting to someone <laughs> when they taught this. Um, but, yeah, digital skills. Um, I think... Uh, I think, and lots of other people seem to be seem to be suggesting that there are some gaps when it comes to fairly basic, fairly basic things, and it's surprising. Um, uh, so, how do we address that? Do we do we start thinking about curriculum? Do we start thinking? Do we do we rip the pens out of children's hands and re- and replace them with a keyboard? Uh, no, of course we don't, because um, like keyboards are proper expensive. But we can. Uh, what we can do is perhaps maybe think about what we are teaching students in regards to digital skills, and uh, maybe go for want of a, a term that's been sullied by certain uh, groups. You know, go back to basics a little bit. Um, yeah. Well, you know, let me know what you think. You know, it's it's been this has been possibly. Apart from, you know, uh, what appears to have been a lightning strike by the god of technology trying to get me to shut up. Um, apart from that, this probably been the most enjoyable podcast. And, and ladies and gentlemen, it's been made the most enjoyable podcast by you. I'm not trying to come off as, like, kind of uh, creepy. But, yeah, I, I'm going to say it. it. It's really, really enjoyable when you get involved and when I get people who, uh, you know, people who do the job and know what's going on and they have a little bit of an input and that's brilliant um uh so yeah thank you very much because that kind of make a day and it certainly makes these uh podcasts uh, a little bit easier when it comes to content let me get you i mean you try and write you try and write like an hour and a half of 
of, of barely coherent uh, poor dad jokes about about uh, technology and it's it's a struggle sometimes guys it is it's an absolute struggle but anyway um uh, without access to uh music oh you have got to be kidding me yeah we've got access to music so what i'm going to do is um for uh the last uh couple of minutes i am going to just whack on i cannot believe it's just happened at the end somebody i swear somebody is having a laugh they really are um let me uh whack the outro on as i said before thank you very much for getting involved in the conversation thank you very much for listening um uh this podcast will be available when it uh comes out um uh i think i think my i think my producers are having me on to be honest I'm gonna have a word with Tom afterwards. I bet he's there, right? And he's got, he's pressed a button. It's just like it's it's called the panic Tom button, and he's and he's just like every every time he wants to see me sweat, he just kind of like just leans on it with an evil kind of uh, action movie villain vibe going on. Anyway, but uh, let's uh, so yeah, digital skills. Uh, we need a sound effect for Panic Tom. <laughs> Hang on, I'll see if we got anything on here. Well, let's have a look. Uh, no, that's not going to panic me. Although I would probably I very much doubt the judgment of everybody that whistled at me like that. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that that is the, that is the sound. That is the sound of my anxiety that is exploited by a tom who is a roger's history one on twitter um uh, who's exploited uh, whilst he enjoys himself immensely by uh, trying to mess me about uh, but anyway digital skills ladies and gentlemen uh, necessary seemingly uh, having some of the basics missing according to um, a small sample there on twitter but uh, interesting nonetheless um i can't remember if uh, i can't remember the next time i'm going to be on um, but the next time I am going to be on, uh, we will be looking at some other form of technology. I've not thought about it. I don't know. I've got no idea. I'll have to have a think. Okay, so let me um, once again, fantastically, seamlessly, as it were, uh, speak to you and add music at the same time. Look at this. What a, He is the king of the digital realm. He really is. And... Thank you very much, ladies and gents, for having me. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.